0: upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I'm your host, Christina Slater. And today, this episode is going to be about losing a loved one and how it shifted my perspective on life. So if you guys have been listening since the beginning of the podcast, you will know the first couple episodes explain that I lost my dad as a teenager. He died when I was like 17. And in this episode, I'm not so much going to be talking about that, because honestly, it's still one of the most challenging things for me to talk about. But what I am going to be sharing is how the loss of a loved one, specifically a loved one who's very close to you, how it changed my perspective on life, how I live my life, and the changes that were good, and also the changes that were maybe not so good. What today's episode is not going to be about is me giving you advice. Today, I am simply sharing my own experience. I'm going to talk about some stuff that most people probably don't know and maybe wouldn't expect about my personality. And you might not like it, you might not agree with it, and it might trigger you. But I'm just sharing my truth at this point in my life, but I am always growing. I am always learning and I'm always open to changing for the better. I might look back on this episode in one to two years and be like, wow, my perspective has totally changed. And honestly, that's okay. That's part of what life is about is change. So the first thing that losing, not just a loved one, but the person that I love the most in the world, the first thing that that shifted inside of me after that initial trauma, I guess, was the very concept of just how fragile and not guaranteed every single day of your life is. And this is something that I simply did not even consider prior to that experience. Now, I do think it also shifted my perspective on appreciating everything and every day. But I think what it shifted more so than that was my appreciation for those who I love. I do believe I would be grateful for my life, regardless of what happened in my past. However, I do think that it significantly shifted the way that I treat and the way that I think about the people who are closest to me and the people who I care about the most, meaning my family, my partner, my friends, my clients, and my team. And I mean... Maybe this is unique to me. You can definitely let me know if this resonates with you. But I truly felt like prior to this, the people who I loved the most, the people who I was closest to, unfortunately, I took them the most for granted. And this was not something that I intentionally did, but I find I used to just get very dismissive of the people who honestly meant the most to me. And it wasn't until I lost one of them that I really, truly realized this. So the second big shift that happened in my life was no longer taking the people that I love for granted. In fact, I actively aim to do everything that I can to show them and tell them how much I appreciate them. Now, showing emotion has always been something that I struggle with, and it's something that I, I still do struggle with despite massive improvements in the last several years, especially when it comes to showing a loving emotion. But I do know that everyone who is important to me knows that they are important to me because I do not want another person to ever leave this earth not fully knowing how much I truly am grateful and appreciate their entire being. So, The next shift, and I guess this kind of does tie into that. And I wouldn't say that it is necessarily a fear of losing the people I love, but more so the acute awareness that at some point in my life, I will be losing the people that I love. And again, this is something that I never even really considered much before. Like, if I see my mom once a year for the next 10 years, I'm only going to see her 10 more times. If I only live 20 more years, like that's only 20 more summers I get to spend with my boyfriend. And these are the things that I think about daily. And I do feel that I have almost a hyper awareness of the fact that either I am going to die and leave everyone in my life at some point, and or everyone else is going to die and leave me. And it might sound a little dark to think that way. But I truly don't think of it in a dark way. It doesn't necessarily bring me down or make me sad. It's just this awareness that I constantly hold that I don't think I would have if I wouldn't have lost my dad as a teenager. Having said that, I would say that there is still fear in there. Like, I remember when I first started dating Brendan a couple years ago and I'm definitely going to tell that whole story on the podcast one day, just not this day. But you guys know I've talked about him on the podcast before. If you're my client or someone who knows me, you know how much I love him, how much I think he's fantastic. I literally think he's the best thing on the face of the planet. But when we were first getting serious and when I knew I was falling in love with him, there was a moment when, and this was before we were living together, when I was coming back from spending the evening with him. I pulled into my driveway at my house and I sat in my car and I just broke down into tears because I hadn't felt that much pure love and connection to someone since my dad was alive. And obviously, it's a totally different kind of love. But it was in that moment that it just hit me like, I am so in love with this person. And at some point, this person is going to die. And I mean, maybe I'll die first. Like, hopefully I do. He's older than me. So unfortunately, chances are he's probably going to die first. He has a more high-risk job than me. So it's probably going to be him. Hopefully it's me. But regardless, I remember sitting there in my car, middle of the night, like, late, crying my fucking eyes out, sobbing, thinking, I don't want to ever lose another person that I love so much. The pain that comes with losing someone that close to you, there really is no comparison with anything. Like, there really isn't. And honestly, that is part of the reason why I don't talk about this a lot because it is so painful. And yeah, time heals things, time makes it a little easier to deal with. But honestly, like that pain is still there. Time didn't really heal that actual pain. And the pain doesn't go away, not for me, anyways. It's still just as strong. It's just easier to deal with with time. With all of that being said, let's also talk about some of the, I don't want to say not so good, but some of the other shifts that happened in my life. Now, I don't know if I'm picking the right words to describe this, but I do think that as a result, I do live my life a little more selfishly. I would not say at all that I'm a selfish person by any means. But again, I do live my life with The hyper awareness that tomorrow is not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed for me. It's not guaranteed for anyone around me. So if something doesn't make me happy, if something is not aligning for me, I'm not going in that direction. Fuck that. And I think that that mentality can come across really harsh to a lot of people. One thing that my boyfriend said to me recently, and we do have an amazing relationship, we communicate so well. But we were in like a bit of a heated debate. And he said that I don't have a lot of empathy. And honestly, to a degree, he was very correct. From my perspective, like people die every single fucking day. There are wars happening every single day. Babies are dying. Children are being raped. People are being murdered. And you expect me to fucking feel sorry for someone who got laid off. Like, (laughs) are you serious? And like, that was not at all the context of our conversation. That that was just an example that I made up. But again, like, there is not a shred of sorrow inside of me for surface level bullshit. And it's because I know that my life is very short. My life on this earth, like, maybe I have 40 more years. Like, if I'm lucky enough to get that many more years, I want to spend it living, doing what I want feeling what I want, being surrounded by who I want, not being sad about things that don't really matter. And sometimes people don't like that. But I do live my life for me. That doesn't mean I'm selfish. That doesn't mean I don't care about others or that I don't serve others. If you know me, you know that I show up with my entire being for my family, for my clients. I give my whole soul to my clients and my family and my team and those people that I care about. It simply means that there are certain parts of me that I am simply not willing to sacrifice no matter what. If I'm at a social event and I don't want to talk to people, I will remove myself. I will sit in the corner. I will keep to myself because that's maybe what I want in my life at that time. And that's what makes me happy. And I don't care if it offends people because they're not living my life. I will post what I want on social media because it's my life and I get to. And if it offends people, if it doesn't make someone happy, then don't follow me and don't engage with my shit. Now, continuing on from that, I guess you could say, I wouldn't say like I'm a sporadic person or compulsive or even necessarily like overly adventurous. I like to plan and I love to plan to enjoy my life. Um, I'm all for things like planning for retirement, definitely all for doing that. I think it's important and advantageous. I'm constantly saying things to my partner like, okay, let's plan this for the next five years, this for the next 10, this for the next 20 years. But it's also really important to me to plan for right now because I simply refuse to live my life for a hypothetical one day that may or may not happen. I refuse to save my fancy fucking underwear for one day because I'm living for the right now with the hopes that I get another 20, 30, 40, 50 years with the people that I love, but also with the awareness that I might not. And that's why being healthy is so important to me. That's why working on your mental strength is so important because you don't know what the fuck tomorrow holds. That's why practicing gratitude is so important. That's why taking action on your fucking goals is so important. Today is the only day that is real. The future is an imagined present and the past is just memories of the present. So live your life to the fullest because tomorrow is not guaranteed. That's it. That's all for this episode. I know this is not my usual content, but if this did resonate with you, please let me know. Take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag me at Nyfina. And let me know that you are listening. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at naifina.com and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life.